0: worship team. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I asked JC to um, have a song ready for me. in Just a moment. JC, I'm going to have you play that song. What a, just a wonderful presence of the Lord, just, just an atmosphere of worship and exaltation to the King of Kings. Philip Yancey is a Christian author and he wrote about a time where he went to visit old faithful at yellowstone national park and i've never had the privilege of seeing old faithful in person i've only seen videos and pictures of old faithful when he was there visiting and they have a they have an inn that is located right there by old faithful And he was in there eating um, a meal with his wife and he says there's a huge counter, it's a stopwatch, Um, every 24 or 25 minutes Old Faithful will uh, burst and the geyser will go off and receives, oh, probably thousands, if not maybe a million visitors a year and something that's special to people. They want to go witness, and Philip and his wife were sitting there eating a meal, and it got down to be about one minute before the geyser was to do its thing, and he said all the tourists and everybody, when they had seen that time go down to one minute, they all flocked to the windows and... To get a a view of the geyser when it went off, and he said, I noticed something. Whenever I was looking around uh, at everyone else, all the waiters and the waitresses and the busboys and everyone else, they they were just going around and doing their normal routine. Um, the geyser going off didn't create any kind of You know, need to go look. They were used to it. They had lost their wonder with old faithful. And that is a warning to the church, I believe, today, is that we not lose our awe or our wonder with the wonderful One whenever he is moving and he is doing what he wants to do, that we not lose the wonder of it. Not even lose the wonder of anything about him. Isn't it true that sometimes with the mundane life and the routine of life, they can easily get to a place where the wonder is somewhat lost? It is a truth because I know it's happened in my own life where the wonder has dissipated. It's become not as it once was. I I didn't recognize it uh, for what it is. I don't recognize him as I should, his true wonder. And sometimes sad to say that I find myself being a waiter or a Martha in the room and not a Mary. Isn't that truth tonight I'm not saying that about what's going on here tonight I'm saying just in general God's presence is here tonight it is it's here in our worship tonight it's it's strong it's it's thick tonight it's tangible His presence is definitely here in an amazing way his presence is here tonight and as we were on our trip Here recently to Alaska, and I've said this once before, I, I was all struck, all struck by what the Lord, what God had created, just all struck. And there were some, you know, that were around me that didn't, you know, exhibit or didn't uh, really care about any of that, you know they didn't really care about any of the, the, the wonders of, of the Lord, uh, that I was around at the time, uh, they just didn't really seem to care about it, but to me, I was just in awe and wonder of His, His majesty, and, um, tonight I do want to talk to you about that, I want to talk about the awe and the wonder, um, that's what I had prepared for the sermon tonight, so, um. I just want to go there with you today in scripture tonight, this evening, and just continue to talk about his wonder. And uh, he is truly a, a wondrous God. And Being in awe of God implies that we have a respect toward him as well as an attitude of worship and admiration. Psalm 95 and 6, I believe I gave these to J.C., Psalm 95 and 6, it reads, Oh, come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker. Amen. Can I read that one more time? Oh, come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker. God, in his greatness, is worthy of all our devotion and praise every day. Amen. Every moment of every day, he is worthy of our devotion and our praise. He's worthy of our whole hearts, isn't he? Psalm 33 and 8 says, Let all the earth fear fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. Psalm 40 and 5, it says, You have multiplied, O Lord my God, your wondrous deeds and your thoughts toward us. None can compare with you. I will proclaim and tell of them, yet they are more than can be told. When was the last time we were all struck? When was the last time that you were all struck, filled with or revealing all overtook you? That's a good question tonight, isn't it? When was the last time you were all struck in the Lord? The revealing truth of the Lord just got a hold of you and gripped you and admiration and, and an honor and, and just that exaltation that we talked about and sang about tonight just grips a hold of your heart because you are all struck by him. Truly, that is the way I've felt through nature. I did. Can anybody attest to that? That you've ever felt that way, just being in nature before? In nature, I felt all struck by the Lord. Whenever I was seeing the displays of His creation, and, and this this teaching tonight is it's not all about that. It's not. It's I don't even have that in my notes talking about His nature, but. For me, God does speak loudly a lot of times in nature. He does. For some people, it's other areas of life where he speaks so loudly and you hear him so clearly. And that, just that revelation or that struck feeling that you get of a great and mighty God overwhelms you. Talking about being awestruck tonight. I love the word wonder. That's another definition of awestruck—a a, mouth-dropping. It's kind of mine what I give it—a mouth-dropping. Uh, just that ah, uh, that eye-straining. You know, that wonder. <laughs> Is everybody with me tonight, y'all? all Right. Does it encourage you to talk about the wonder and the, the the majesty of God in this place tonight? Does it stir anything up in you to talk about the wonder? The awe-struck wonder of the God of creation. I go there all the time. That's just the way it works for me. It it just is. I, there's been many times I can recall of being up here and like the Holy Spirit just, just you know, speaking through me. But it, it seems like I go back to that God of creation, that, that, that God of, of cr, the creator God. And the thought that he loves me and wants to have an intimate relationship with me that he cares so much about me That is just overwhelming to my soul. That's right. That's right. It is an overwhelming thought that the God who knows all things, right? And he knows, isn't it a fearful thing too? That he knows everything about you? Right. Do you ever just stand in, in that awe and that, that fear of, Not a fear of terrifying fear as far as, but a fear of just, that's how great and powerful he is. That's how great and mighty he is. And I stand in awe of just the thought that he knows all thoughts of everyone at all times. Does that not just boggle anybody's mind? Is that not eye straining or brain straining in here tonight, the thought that he knows? Does it, does it just grip anybody in here tonight that he could speak and a planet be formed? Does it really even move us anymore to say, man, he said, let there be light and there was light. Or, or that he went up, you know, through, through men. Think about it. Look, think about the all wonder of, of, you know, Moses being at the Red Sea. And, and, and it just separating. You think of the all wonder that he must have encountered at that time of a God. And that wasn't his first time. He was, he was really, you know, comfortable, would you say, with the all wonder of God. He experienced it over and over. But the danger is seeing and being in the all wonder so much that it just becomes secondary, right? right. Right? I think of the children of Israel wandering around the the desert for all those years and and they were being provided all the things that they needed. They were being provided shade and they were being provided manna, you know, and all these things. And yet they lost their wonder. They, they did. And so that is a danger, I believe, and that's something that we got to hold um, close is keeping the wonder and the all struck, struck wonder of our Lord and Savior. I love that word wonder, and I'm getting ready to have her play that song, but it means feeling of surprise mingled in admiration caused by something beautiful, unexpected, unfamiliar. Desire, or be curious to know something, to marvel and be amazed. When Jehovah Jireh or Jehovah Rapha rose off your tongue, is there amazement behind that? Is there a wonder behind it? When we speak, you know, Jehovah Nisi or Jehovah Shalom or Yahweh, is there a wonder behind that, or you're all struck because you're saying the name of the great God, the great I am, the Alpha and Omega? The Alpha and Omega. There's wonder in God's wonderful promises. Ephesians chapter 1, 7 through 10. I don't remember if I gave this to you or not, JC, but if not, that's all right. Ephesians chapter 1, 7 through 10. And I, I'm not going to be very much longer. Um, just not. So, <laughs> This is the English Standard Version of Ephesians chapter 1, 7 through 10. It says, in him we have redemption through his blood. I want you to think about this the first three, three through six in the Greek it just reads like a run on sentence so you can go do a little homework and read that later if you want to but three through six of Ephesians chapter one it just it reads straight through but then all of a sudden there's this great wonderful thing planted right here in the middle of it it says in him we have redemption through his blood It says, because of the sacrifice of the Messiah, his blood poured out on the altar of the cross. We're a free people. I know you're all just waiting for me to keep going, but we're a free people tonight. We are free tonight. We are free tonight. We're free people, free of penalties and punishments chalked up by all our misdeeds and not just barely free either i love this abundantly free i'm not just a little bit free according to the the work of the cross the blood of jesus i am abundantly free he thought of everything He, he provided for everything we could possibly need letting us in on the plans he took such delight in making Think about what we're reading right there. He set it all out before us in Christ. A long-range plan and everything, in which everything would be brought together, summed up in him. Everything in deepest heaven, everything on planet Earth. And we're, when we're reading in Ephesians chapter 1, it's easy just to rush right through that and miss the wonder that is right there in the middle of it what God has done, and what God will do. There's some of that right there in Ephesians chapter 1. Wondering what he has, what has happened. Wondering what has happened through Christ. We read it, total redemption through Christ, the blood of Christ. You've been bought back, amen? Anybody happy about that tonight? Is that a wonderful thing tonight? Is that a wondrous and glorious thing tonight? Can we be all struck in the fact that we were bought back tonight? A redemption. The blood of Jesus. I I love it because there's a wonderful thing here. There's wonder in complete forgiveness of sins, freedom and deliverance. That's wonder. God's grace lavished on us. The full wisdom of God revealed to you through Jesus. These are all struck things. These are wonder things. I think sometimes maybe I'm just a a simple guy. And things just get to me easier or or things I don't know, right? Because it's like i honestly confine myself if i'm not careful really just not letting these things penetrate and really cause any kind of emotion or any kind of excitement within me whenever i read or i or i bring forth messages and it's almost like you know the enemy wants to try to deceive and distract and wants me to think that that's a dull thing, right? Am I making any sense? Like, like how many have heard, how many in here has heard about redemption probably at least over a hundred times? Okay. Would you say you probably, anybody in here maybe say over 500 times? If you've been in church any length of time, you probably heard it a lot. And see... My where I have to be, I'm saying Raji, right? I, I can't put anybody else in there. But Raji has to be careful that Raji does not become that bus boy or that waiter at the old faithful inn. Because if Raji's not careful whenever I whenever I talk about it or I, I, I'm I'm reading about it it loses its wonder in my life. And, and anything that I see that Jesus has done for me should still be like oh faithful for the very first time. It should be like seeing those mountains protruding out of the sea for the very first time. And it's not easy to keep it that way if you're all honest. You know that to be true. But it's the all wonder that we keep. It's the the all struck Can I say all-struckness? I don't even know if that's a word. I want to make it up tonight. The all-struckness of, of who he is. It's a simple message. But it's one that if we're not careful, we'll. And I'm not saying anybody's guilty of that in here tonight. I'm being, I'm just trying to be vulnerable and honest with you all about how easy it is for Raji to get to that place not easy as far as i read and i pray and and all those things but if i'm not careful if i don't keep that in my mind i can read right by it i I can i can read right by it and i can i can be like oh we're a redemptive plan yay whenever i read that i should be like oh god thank Thank you for a the plan. Thank you for forgiving my sins. Thank you that I was once lost, but now I'm found. You know, I was at war with you, but but now I'm a friend. You call me friend. Thank you for that, Lord. Mm. And There's wonder in what will happen in that verse in Ephesians chapter 1. Paul ends that section with what will happen in the end when the times reach their fulfillment. He doesn't go, he he doesn't, he's not going to get into, you know, a lot of detail there. But he shares with us just a a brief, just a little bit about what it's going to be like. And I want to read that in the New Living Translation. Verse 10. And it says, and this is the plan. This is a future, this is a wonder that will happen. And this is the plan. At the right time, he will bring everything together under the authority of Christ. Everything in heaven and on earth. Other translations says that there will be unity. I thank God for that. That's, that's not something I just read over and, and just want to skim over. But that's wonder, isn't it? To think that that he's going to bring it all together, that there's going to be unity. Mm. Paul is pointing you towards the ultimate goal, the homecoming of heaven upon earth, God dwelling with humanity, every tear wiped away, death being conquered once and for all. Can we just soak in the wonder? Can we just soak in the wonder? what God has done for each and every one of us? Would you play that song, JC? What you think about the words of this song, it's simple. It's a very simple song. It's Amanda Cook in Bethel. Struckness, if you will, in their life daily. Mm. What a glorious thing, isn't it? Would you pray with me tonight? Father, we thank you. You are the God of wonders. You are the God of wonders. Father, we, we are all struck by you. All struck by you. You are the great I am. You are the first and last. The Alpha and Omega. Ah, may we never become a people that becomes used to your presence. Ah, that we never become a people that overlook you when you're in the room. May we keep you in awestruck you're all struck wonder for you are mighty you are mighty God and you do things great ah yes you do you do great things and they're not just things in the past but they're things of the present and they're things to come when we keep our eyes on you Keep our eyes on you. You keep us in amazement, God. You keep us in amazement. You keep us wondering what you're going to do next. <laughs> ah, yes, you are good. We give you glory. We give you honor and we give you all the praise. And that name that's above every other name, the name that's above every, every name, the mighty name of Jesus. Amen.